much like Blink-182, we are back. Another <laughs> like episode it. of the Tan and J-Man show on this frigid October, what's the date? 17th day here in the Chicago suburbs. Tanner's in Fort Wayne. How you doing tonight there, T-Dog? Good. The snow is coming down and it's sticking. Is it really? We did it not get any snow. It is legit sticking. It started uh, within the last hour and I couldn't believe when it's, I looked down, it's actually sticking to the ground, but the temperature just keeps falling. So that's that why it's is, sticking. That is depressing. We did not uh, get any snow, which I'm very thankful for. But I think last week when we were doing the show, we are like, man, it's 75 degrees today. It's just dumb. It's uh, Midwest winter. Yep. Yep. October 17th is a little too early for snow. Yeah. Um, we got to wait till at least November, right? But I would prefer to wait till never or February, maybe, but uh, never yeah. get that lucky. It never would be nice, but that's that's not happening. Not in the Midwest, yep. but yep. is what it is. I hear Bentley going nuts in the background. Yep. He probably that's doesn't like he, snow either. That's what he does. Yeah. I, uh, uh, some animal cruelty might be coming my way tonight. <laughs> all right with that notes uh let's do some birdie or bogey shall we sounds good all right let me pull up the banner here this is like this is a big one josh you got a one stroke lead yeah yeah coming in i don't even need to look at my phone i know what it is nfl related oh boy not that it matters <laughs> who is the last player to win the regular season mvp and the Super Bowl MVP in the same year. Regular season MVP and Super Bowl MVP in the same year. That's a really good question. That's a tough one, though. Uh, Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce. And Bryson Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram. And check out their website, noblenomellc.com. Get your veggies! And before we start tonight, it looks like I can't find us live on Facebook or Twitter. So I apologize to everybody out there who's hoping to watch. Um, but if you're listening on your whatever podcast platform you're listening two uh please give us a ranking and review we really appreciate that helps us move up the charts because there are tons of podcasts sports related podcasts i should say out there tons of podcasts in general but particularly sports related and uh, we'd like to move up the charts and algorithm a little bit so please give us a ranking and review and while you're out there if you already don't follow us on twitter and instagram or like our facebook page go ahead and do that our twitter and instagram handles at tan and j man show and you can subscribe to our youtube channel we just don't use it very often so. get your veggies yep and get your veggies yeah, of course i think i already said that couldn't well couldn't remember even if he didn't, it's uh, it's important to say it twice. <laughs> um, what do you want to start with tonight? Well, let's start off with some baseball. Let's get some, some baseball, baseball talk out of the way. We've got the postseason. Uh, we don't know the conference series is just yet. Not yet. Uh, hopefully we will tonight, but right now it's a delay in New yep. York for game Yankees five. Guardians delayed game so, five. So uh, we might have to wait another day. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that uh, if the – championship series stay where they're scheduled uh the houston astros will have only played three games in the last 12 days or something like that so they will be well rested sometimes i don't think it helps teams to have that uh big of a layoff but it didn't hurt houston at all um this past week against uh, seattle mariners sweeping them uh three games to none but in the national league we saw 101 win braves team go down to an 87 win phillies team um, and four, and then we saw an 111 win Dodger team uh, lose in four games to the 89 win San Diego Padres, who finished 22 games behind 
the LA Dodgers. I have never seen a fan base nor media whine as much as LA Dodgers fans and media have whined about how it's not fair. Uh, won 111 games this year, and because it's a five-game series, the playoffs are such a crapshoot. It's not fair. Yeah, just whined constantly. There, there were even uh, stories from the LA Times that were somehow got published uh, before the playoffs even started. How uh, this is the year where they just need to cancel the playoffs and just have the Dodgers in the World Series for the National League, and then the Astros for the American League, so you have the two best teams, yada, yada, yada. Um, a lot of times playoffs don't tell you who the best team is, and that's what makes them fun. You know what the Dodgers could have done? They could have played better and won a few games. Mm-hmm. I know the playoffs are such a crapshoot, and they'll probably end up going to seven-game division series eventually. But, I mean, there was zero excuses. You win 111 games, you're expected to win a World Series, and the Dodgers continue to be choke artists. And that's the reality of the situation. If they wouldn't have won that sham COVID 2020 year, we'd be talking about them completely different. We should be talking about them differently um, than we have been because they just they can't get there over the hump in a full game, uh, full uh, 162 game season. Um, so I've said this forever. Playoffs are such a crapshoot. I haven't heard Braves fans whining about it. I mean, the Braves last year, they won 87 games and snuck into the playoffs and ended up winning it all. Um, so it's all about how you're playing right now. And the interesting thing is with the Phillies goes, they limped into the playoffs. They've lost, I think, 10 of their last 16 games or so. Um, and then they find themselves playing one of the best, hottest teams in baseball in the Atlanta Braves, and they beat them in four. Uh, that's just the reality of the situation, and it makes baseball exciting. Uh, you got to win your home games, especially in that five-game series. Um, so the Dodgers have no one to blame but themselves. 111, and I, I haven't heard the team at all complain about it. It's mainly the fans and media, and, of course, there's a West Coast bias. There's an East Coast bias, all of that. Um, that has been kind of just whining the past few days, and it's 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 getting annoying, uh, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, so it's Padres-Phillies. Um, National League Championship Series, two teams that didn't win 90 games. I don't remember when the last time that's happened in a uh, championship series. So it's kind of nice to have some new blood in there. Phillies haven't been this far in over a decade. Uh, Potters haven't been this far since, uh, I think, 1998 is when they lost to the uh, Yankees in the World Series. I think that was 98. It was 98. You were correct. Um, So they haven't been there in a long time. Now, on the American League side of things, we have the Houston Astros that get there about every year, it feels like. and now Six it's in a row. Six straight championship series. Man, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really rooting for the Mariners. It's a cool story. Two heartbreaking losses for them. Up two, two outs, bottom of the ninth. Um, two guys on for the Astros, and Jordan Alvarez hits a three-run absolute tank to win the game for Houston. Then the very next day, Mariners have a lead late. I think it's seventh inning. Jordan Alvarez again uh, hits a two-run homer to give him uh, the lead, and they ultimately won. And then um, game three, it goes 18 innings, 0-0, and uh, Jeremy Pena hits a homer for the Astros. So uh, it's a pretty heartbreaking series for the Mariners, but one of the younger teams in baseball, they should be pretty good, and hopefully they can start contending with the Astros to kind of knock the Astros out of the playoffs. Well, if Seattle wants to get over the hump, or give their fans more opportunities to not experience such hard break. They need to bring, bring back to Seattle sub Supersonics. <laughs> Knew that was coming. <laughs> I, have to, I, have to, I have to plug it in there somewhere. 
It, it would help. Uh, but yeah, uh, game five of the uh, ALDS is the night between the Yankees and Cleveland Guardians. The Yankees lost an absolute heartbreaker on Saturday. Choke job. Up, heartbreak. Three, Choke job. <laughs> up three late. End up giving up a couple runs and then a walk off. Uh, Don't want to use the closer back to back innings. Um, Stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that could that could cost Aaron Boone his job. Honestly, hey, that's one of my uh, bold predictions. So, yeah, Yankees we'll kind of limped limped to the finish line throughout the entire second half and uh, still hanging around. But uh, Cleveland does have the advantage as far as pitching matchup goes. I'm trying to. I don't remember who's actually pitching that, but I assume Shane Bieber is pitching for the Cleveland Indians. Um, I'm still it, confident the Yankees get it done at home. They should get it done at home, and honestly, they should have won game two um, as well, and they ended up losing that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Tonight it is – I'm going to go check my phone real quick. I'm pretty sure it's Shane Bieber for the Cleveland Gar- Guardians. I think I said Indians again. I think you did. I didn't catch it, but um, now that you said that, that, I think I, nope, I think it did. is Jamison Tyone versus Aaron Savale. So I'm very surprised. So that – that favors the Yankees. This will be the J-Man's book and prediction of the week. The New York Yankees will advance, and uh, I think the majority of the world will be rooting for a meteor to uh, land uh, in Houston or uh, or New York. The MLB, I think. Two teams play. I think the MLB really wants New York to advance because. Yes. They definitely do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For multiple reasons. Aaron Judge, of course, gets some eyeballs in New York. Yes. You like been him or hate bad. him. You're, yeah. You're always been awful. But you like him or hate him, you're probably watching it. It's a big market, of course. So. Yeah, the market definitely they want because people hate the Astros, so they're going to tune in. People hate the Yankees, so they're going to tune in. It's a uh, it, it's a battle of two teams, probably the two most, definitely the two most hated teams in the American League. Maybe the two, two most hated teams in all of baseball at this point. Um, how idiotic are New York Yankees fans, though, for booing um, Aaron Judge? After his, They're not very nice people, Josh. In, insanely, one one of the greatest seasons ever, arguably the greatest season American League hitters ever had, outside of uh, Ted Williams. But um, they booed him because he struck out a few times. He hasn't been good, but good lord, give the man a break. He's been unbelievable. All They're year. ruthless people. Yeah, yeah. Did you um, did you tell everybody who the J Man's Book of Prediction Week is brought to you by? Prediction of the week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life Home Auto Business Renters Workers Comp and Farm Insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. The guy going for the Guardians has a 4.92 ERA this year. So I'm surprised they're not rolling with Shane Bieber on short rest. However, he has had some injury issues in the past. So um, he'll probably be uh, ready if needed. Garrett Cole told Boone he's ready if needed tonight. And Boone's like, eh, no. ten pitches last yesterday. <laughs> no. eh. Yeah, that that would be dumb. But that that good, would good. be a fireball offense if Boone actually puts him in. Yeah, good leadership. Trying to at least say, hey, I'm ready to go if you need me. But and then he then he blows out his UCL and has has Tommy John surgery and he's right. out 18 months. And, right. But, but uh, I got a Nikki couple notes be. here about the postseason. Uh, entering this year's uh, postseason, there's only been there was only four teams who had less. Uh, well, okay, I'm, I'm, I can't read my handwriting. So let's start over here. <laughs> only uh, there's only four teams entering the postseason who have made the LCS. That's what I was thinking. Less LCS with as few wins as the Phillies with 87. Mm-hmm. Three of the four went on to win the World Series. Cardinals were one of them. 06 Cardinals. Yep. They won, I think, 83 games. Um, 
Who else? Besides, obviously, the 2020 season, that doesn't count. I assume that's not on there. No, these other um, two. One's in our lifetime, one isn't. One is in our lifetime, one isn't. Yeah. Um, one in our lifetime. Um, I think that nah, I don't think the Giants were one of them. Nope. Um, was it the Mets in 2015? Maybe. No, these are no. teams who have won it. These two. Oh, others. these these are other two teams won it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Nationals. Nope. No. Nationals in nineteen weren't very good. The two thousand Yankees. Really? And the and the eighty seven Twins. Oh, I figure the two thousand Yankees were good. Yeah. Um, the parallels between this Phillies team and the two thousand nineteen Nationals team are pretty pretty strong. Um, Nationals started off horrendous that year. I think they lost. Um, 19, or I think they were like 19 and 32 at one point. And this Philly seems was 22 and 29 Phillies fired their manager, got hot, snuck into the wild card round. And now here they find themselves in the, uh, LCS. It'll be interesting to see if they can keep it going. I think, uh, Padres should be favored. And, uh, I think I'd ultimately take the Padres to win that series. Speaking of the Phillies, they were the last defending World Series champ to make the World Series the next year back in 09 when they lost to the Yankees. They beat the Rays in 08, lost the Yankees in 09. Longest drought out of the four major sports. Yeah. So NBA teams have had teams to go back-to-back appearances, NHL and NFL. It's so much harder to do it in baseball than it is any other sport. It's hard to do Mm -hmm. it in any sport, but baseball, for whatever reason, besides the Yankees of the late 90s, um, it's been really difficult. Yankees late nineties, Braves early nineteen nineties, or not Braves, Blue Jays. Blue Jays, yeah, Jays, they went yeah. back to back. Um, yep. Yeah, it's it's yeah. difficult. Pirates and Reds of the seventies. So. Well, now we're going way back. When we have to start talk positive about the Reds and the Pirates, we know we're going way back. We, so. Yeah, we we know that's way before we were born. Yep, yep, we haven't seen it. So, uh, any other baseball related notes? Nope, I'm excited for the off season though. It's when the real season starts. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, you want to get educated a little bit? Let's do it. Let's learn about some sporting events that happened on this day in October 17th. And I have not looked at these. Um, on this day in 1885, baseball set all players' salaries at 1000 to 2000 for the 1885 season. Uh, here's one I'm just going to share with you since you're an Illinois guy now. On this day in 1920, the Decatur Staley's, later known as the Chicago Bears, played the first American Professional Football Association game against an affiliated APFA team. They beat the Rock Island Independent 7-0 at Douglas Park in Rock Island, Illinois. Rock Island, that is uh, Quad Cities, which is where my parents live. Um no offense to any people who listen to the show that are from Decatur, Illinois, but that is one of the armpits of the U.S. It is awful. <laughs> uh, I'll just leave that comments to you. I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh, on this day, 1971, the World Series, the Pittsburgh Pirates beat the Baltimore Orioles 2-1 to at Memorial Stadium to claim the championship four games of three. The MVP was outfielder Roberto, Roberto Clemente. He was pretty good. Um, yes, he was. Tragedy, though. Absolute travesty that he uh, passed away. Who won the World Series on this day in 1974? 74. Was that the Big Red Machine? 
That was the Oakland A's three-peat. Mm. They beat the L.A. Dodgers 3-2 mm. to two in their 4-1 to one series win. The A's pitcher Raleigh Fingers with the MVP. Mm. Oh, and by the way, if, if people are rooting for the Phillies to win the World Series, you might want to hold up because the three times they did that, we went into a crisis of one yep. way or the other. So. Yep. 08. Um, yeah. Yeah. 08. Um, I don't even remember the other two years. No, one was the Great Depression. One was something else, and then 08, the housing market. You can blame the Phillies. Yep. On this day, 1974, the NBA's New Orleans Jazz began a 28-game road losing streak. When they were in New See, the Jazz nickname makes sense in New Orleans. It doesn't make any sense in Utah. I don't know why they kept it. Um, it should be the Utah... Um, I don't know. You can't really call them the Mormons. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what Utah's known for besides that. Yep, nope, nope. Snow slopes or something? I don't know. I don't know. The Salt uh, Lakes. There know. we go. Who won the World Series on this day, 1978? 78. Was that the um, was that the Yankees? That was the Yankees repeating as champions, beating the Dodgers 7-2 in a 4-2 series victory. Shortstop Bucky Dent was the MVP. Mm-hmm. Who won in 1979? 79. I don't know who won in 79. Pirates once again beat the mm. Orioles Almost for four games of three series win. Willie Stargell. Pops. MVP. On this day, 1985, Lou Pinello was named uh, New York Yankees manager. Yeah. On this day, 1987, the first indoor World Series game was played in the Minnesota Metrodome. On this day, 1989... The earthquake in San Francisco was scaled with a 6.9 scale. Mm-hmm. Canceled game three of the World Series, ended up killing 67 people. Yeah, um, that was another classic Al, Al Michaels call. He was in the booth uh, calling the World Series when uh, earthquake hit. He's, he's called some uh, pretty impressive ones. He has. On this day, 1992, the first baseball uh, World Series game featuring a non-American team happened in Game 1 as the Blue Jays lost the Braves 3-1 to at Atlanta-Fulton County Stadium. A lot of uh, National League and American League Championship Series. On this day, 2012, Lance Armstrong lost a host of endorsement deals in the wake of his doping scandal. That was 2012? Yep, when it once it all... Officially like came out a lot longer ago than that. It does, and that's going to do it for today's uh, on this day sporting events in on October seventeenth, which is brought to you by Like It Is Every Week Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated custom woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina with Indiana grassroots. They provide one hundred percent hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs. So whether you're wanting signs to grow charts, their custom pieces make a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. To see some of their recently completed projects, visit at Mooney Woodcrafts on Instagram and Facebook. And for custom orders, contact them at MooneyWoodcrafts at gmail.com. Football season still going on. Baseball season still technically going on. Basketball season, NBA starts this week. College basketball starts in a couple weeks. So if you're looking for a sign of whatever your favorite team is, Contact Mooney Woodcrafts. That will get one made for you. Yeah, the uh, <clears throat> first AP college basketball poll came out today. I think three Big Ten teams in it. Sounds I think Indi- right. Indiana was 12th. 
13, something like that. 12, yep. Michigan 22, Illinois 23, but you could make a case for like seven other Big Ten schools at this point. They're real deep this year. Doesn't mean anything. Um, doesn't mean a single thing. People just need to throw their rankings out at this point. Be a lot different come February and March. So Yep. Yep. Uh, but I, I have started to get that college basketball itch a little bit for the first time. I know it's going to take you a little while. But it always does, even when my team stinks yeah. at college football. But so far this year, they're having a pretty good season, so I'm really enjoying it. But yeah. it does help when you have some early good non-conference games on your schedule yeah. to get into it. When you have cupcakes, it's not as easy. But this year, Purdue has some early good matchups, so that'll help. I think the season starts three weeks from today. It's a Monday, I remember. At least that's when Illinois plays, which I assume that's when we'll do our college basketball preview show is November 7th. Um, and while we're, while we're talking about that little scheduling note for next week, we are shooting to record next Wednesday. Same time, 6.30 Eastern time, 5.30 Central time, but next Wednesday we mm-hmm. are looking to record. Switching up a little bit just for one week. One week, yes, sir. Uh, who are some of Purdue's big uh, non-conference well, they they play the Gavit games uh, at home against Marquette. They this third time they play Marquette in this. It's it's annoying, and it's just like the ACC Big Ten Challenge. They play at Florida State, which this is three of the last four years they played Florida State. Just laziness, yeah. just laziness. Um, <laughs> in my opinion, I don't know how they do it, but it just gets annoying at this point. They do play in the uh, the PK Invitational, which is a loaded field. Um, well, let me let me pull up there. Let me pull up their non-con schedule real quick, just so I don't miss uh, miss anything here. Let's see. It's basketball schedule. Their first home opener is on a Tuesday night, November 8th, against Milwaukee. Milwaukee. They play Marquette November 15th. They play in the Phil Knight Legacy uh, on November 24th against West Virginia. Then the following night, they'll play either against Zaga or Portland State. And then the 27th is to be denounced. And then at Florida State on November 30th. And they play Davidson on a neutral site in Indianapolis, December 17th in the Indy Classic. The cool thing about that is the Lawyer brothers will be playing against each other. Fletcher for oh, Purdue. That's interesting. And um, I'm Foster, blanking on not Foster. Um, Foster Lawyer, yeah. Oh, it is Foster, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Foster for Davidson. So that that's kind of why I think they scheduled that. And then other than that, it's should be cupcake games and then uh, Big Ten seasons. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, El- Illinois has number eight UCLA in a Thanksgiving tourney. I'm trying to think who is in the tourney with them. I think Baylor's the other one uh, who's ranked. I don't even know what they're ranked at this point. Um, I can't even find it, and honestly – um, Baylor and I want to say it's Virginia. So four teams that I think are all ranked, um, in that one. And then they have Syracuse, big 10 ACC, and then, um, t- number 12, Texas in a, uh, I think at the, um, Madison square garden, which the last time Illinois played Texas was at Madison square garden and Tristan Thompson grabbed 70 <laughs> rebounds. I think I've said that a bunch. I actually it was looked, like 20, wasn't it? I, I actually looked up the box score. I'm like, there's no way he only grabbed 11. <laughs> Because I, as I think he only got credited with eleven, it felt like he was grabbing every single rebound. Oh, that's funny. We are live now on Facebook that, yeah. and Twitter. So. Yeah, but college basketball will be here soon, so we'll have even more to talk about in the pods coming up in uh, a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, you want to do college football or NFL? 
You pick. I don't care. I'm I'm ready to roll with either one. Three so. winners, three losers in the NFL. Huh. All right. Well, my winner list was kind of long this week because my first category is the New York football teams. I have both I am, on there as well. I am including all three. I'm talking about the state. I'm including the Jets, the Giants, <laughs> the and Bills. the Bills. All three yeah. of them. The oh, Jets me too. Go, yeah, that's, who, that's yeah. actually who's on my list. <laughs> so that works. The Jets go in. They Lambeau and smack the Packers. Didn't smack. see that coming. Giants are maybe the story of the year so far. I picked them to beat the Ravens. J-Man went Ravens heavy. Um, yeah. Brian Dable can flat out coach, at least so far. Yeah. And the Bills are the best team in football. They might not have the yeah. best record, but I think they're the best team in football. Josh yeah. Allen is a bona fide stud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, arguably the best quarterback in the NFL, too. Um, able to throw to uh, Stephon Diggs, and they have a good defense as well. Yeah, I think uh, they're 5-1. and one. They should be six and zero, but they're not. Um, they're they're better than the Eagles. Um, so yeah, I completely agree. They're the best team in the NFL. Uh, yeah, Giants and Jets are both on my list. Didn't see the Jets having a shot in Green Bay, especially after Green Bay had lost uh, the previous week. But uh, something's amiss there in Green Bay. I'm starting to think um, a lot of it has to do with Rodgers being such a headache um, at this point. I mean, he's he's whined and complained that he doesn't have all this chemistry with the uh, young wide receivers. Well, Rogers never showed up to OTAs or anything right. to help work with him. So right. it's on him. He's he's a diva. Um, turned into one of the most unlikable players in NFL history, in my opinion. I cannot stand the guy, and it doesn't break my heart to see him struggle. Yes. Um, so that was one category of mine because I have two yeah. other winners down here. Actually, I have no other winners. Um, I could have done that, but I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna. Put that one, and I'll put two others here. Two teams I don't put in the winner's category very often, or I don't think I will this year, so I'm going to give them a bone while I can. Atlanta Falcons. Hmm. Um, I thought San Francisco was just, was starting to play better, and the Falcons beat them by 14 points. Yeah. Um, so good for them. And then Seattle Seahawks. This is a team I didn't know if they'd win three games all year. Actually, I think I had them three <laughs> or four wins, but they're 3-3. Three and three. They beat the Cardinals, who aren't playing well. But uh, good for them. Good yeah. for them because their roster and paper doesn't look like they should be a three-one football team, but here they yeah. are, three and three. Pete, Pete knows how to coach, and honestly, Gino's not playing too bad. No, either. he isn't. Um, he isn't. So. Good, they have a good run game too. I know Chris Carson's out, but uh, Kenneth Walker stepped in. He had a really nice day yesterday. So Michigan State's own, yeah, he's becoming a becoming a guy for them. Three losers. Uh, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, right when it felt like okay, Niners might be pretty good, they go and uh, lose a to a bad Atlanta team who and. Uh, Marcus Mariota barely even threw the ball yesterday, and he was very efficient against a great defense. And uh, it's one the Niners could not um, – that that uh, division's not great looking at it now because I don't think the Rams are very good. Cardinals look terrible. Um, so they're still in okay shape, but that's a game it feels like you need to win. Yep. I do not have the Niners down on my list, but I, gar- I agree with everything you said. Green Bay Packers mm. are on mine. Um I mean, you lose, you know, you choke a lead away to the Giants over in London. I'm like, all right, they'll rebound at home against right. the Jets. I know the Jets have been, you know, surprising some people, but they'll rebound at home. Nope, Jets beat them by uh, multiple touchdowns, and uh, it's not easy to do there. And like I said, I think, I think, yeah, I think there's a little panic in Green Bay setting in a little yeah. bit. Um, the Packers had one of the worst special teams units I've ever seen last year. Looks just as bad this year. Had a punt blocked, ran back for a touchdown. Um, it's, it's not looking good, not looking good. And I know the Vikings are five and one. I think the Vikings are a bad football team. That's been helped by a very favorable schedule uh, to this point. So it's probably, in my opinion, the Packers, 
uh, division to lose. Although Minnesota has the head-to-head already. Uh, one of the head-to-heads, anyways. They'll play again. But, um, yeah, it's it's um, not looking great for Green Bay. Um, one of, go ahead. One of my other losers, if unless you want, you had anything else you want to say there? Nope. My other losers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Me too. Yep. Um, I mean, this is a team – you had in your Super Bowl. I had them. Mm-hmm. I think my NFC. I had the Packers on my Super Bowl, uh, so maybe maybe that's part of it. Uh, they're also sitting here three and three. So a lot of teams we thought were going to be really good are sitting here at three and three. Tom Brady's not looking like himself. Not looking like he's having fun. Doesn't. And they beat got beat. They were ten point favorites yesterday at Pittsburgh. They got beat by a tandem of Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky. Since Trubisky had to come in and run relief for an injured Kenny Pickett who had a concussion, he's probably not going to play Sunday. Um. I don't know what's going on with the Buccaneers. I mean, they just don't look good at all. It's still their division to lose because yeah. their division is awful. Their division's real bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just interesting what's going on with these elite quarterbacks. A lot of off the field stuff with Tom Brady, with him and Giselle. Um, again, I don't think he necessarily wanted to come back and play, but he felt like he had to because Schefter ruined his moment or whatever. Um, which is, it's a dumb reason to come back, but I think he's probably at this point regretting coming back. The team's not looking good. He ripped into his offensive line yesterday. Um, he, he looked like an absolute child doing it too. So, uh, things are not looking good. He, he doesn't even look healthy. Uh, you, you no. see him in like post game and everything. You're like, man, he just, he just doesn't look good. Um, so yeah, something, something's amiss there in Tampa Bay. Yep. Yep, we'll see if they turn around. But I think, like I said, they play in a weak enough division. I think they'll end up being okay. Mm-hmm. My last one, Thursday night football in general. <laughs> Product's really? terrible. Yeah. The, the scheduling of the game's terrible. Um, you know, people are getting injured. Um the last two weeks, just show you, it's just not a good product. This week's games, New Orleans, Arizona, does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Will I watch it? Probably, just because I love the NFL I'll and I love football. It, but yeah. it's just not a good product. Al Michaels is getting annoyed. Yeah. Kirk Herbstreit's trying to do his best, but you can tell he is not used to calling pro games because he doesn't want to rip anybody because, uh, you know, he doesn't do that in college because they're student-athletes. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. It's just, and I know they signed that big billion dollar deal with Amazon Prime, so it's not going anywhere anytime soon. But I just don't like it. Yeah, um, Al Michaels. I know they dropped a ton of money on his doorstep to get him, but he's like, man, I bet he wishes he would have just stayed with Sunday Night at this point. That's the best matchups of the week, except this week. This week's got a terrible matchup. Uh, looking at it now, uh, but uh, yeah, Thursday nights. Y- y- they schedule teams like the Commanders and the Bears. You knew it was going to be a twelve to seven game. Um, Colts Broncos on paper, good good looking game before the season. Right. You know, that's um, fair. But and then not. and, and a, a lot of it has to do with it being Thursday night. There's zero practice time. Yeah, um, guys are still pretty banged up from the previous yeah. week, so it's not going to look as good. So um, I'll definitely still watch this Thursday. Because again, love football, but um, yeah, it's it's not it's not a great product, and honestly, it hasn't been that great of a product. We did have a really good Thursday night game. I think it was the second week. It was Chargers Chiefs. I believe that was Thursday. Yeah, you're right. That was the Kansas that was the first that was the Amazon Prime the first the first one. That's game. right. Yeah, yeah. So they wanted to make a big deal about it. Yeah, yeah. that was a good one. And uh, yeah, that that was a good one. But since then, it's been for the most part not that great. So yeah. uh, my last loser, Baltimore Ravens. They have had a double-digit lead in the second half in every single game this year, and they've somehow sitting there at 3-3. Three and three. 
Blow a 21-point lead to the Dolphins, 17-point lead to the Bills, 10-point lead with six minutes left to the Giants. Um, they cannot get it done. It, it just something's right. I don't know if it's a contract year situation with Lamar Jackson. Defense hasn't looked that good. They've had some injuries, all of that. Um, don't have much of a running game outside of Lamar at this point because J.K. Dobbins can't stay healthy. Um, they just don't look that good. No, no, they don't. And yeah, now they got who they got. They got Cleveland coming in this week at home. You'd think they'd be able to win that one, but who you knows? Think, at this point? But uh, they, you know, they finally got off their what five game five consecutive home loss streak mm-hmm. uh, with a close one over to the Bengals last Sunday night. But um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Something something's not right there though behind closed doors. Yeah, something's something's a little something's a little messed up. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, the J Man <clears throat> once again um, happened to win Pickham. <laughs> <laughs> it, I got it, nothing, man. It, it was a terrible week for both of us. I had 38 points coming into the Sunday night game. You had 33. I We both have had the Eagles and Chargers winning. I have more uh, points on both of them, so I ultimately won. Uh, but it was it was a rough one. I'm sitting here, I think, right at 500 in, in my pick. No, I'm actually one game below 500 uh, in my picks coming, coming into tonight. So it was a... Uh, a lot, a lot of upsets this week too. Uh, so not some good ones. This, uh, I can't remember a crazier first six weeks of an NFL season. There's literally a only one. a few teams I can say these teams are good, these teams are bad. Everybody else scrunched together in one group. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's very few good teams too. I think mm-hmm. like there's very few uh, good ones. But uh, as you mentioned, Thursday night, New Orleans Saints at the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals acquired Robbie Anderson today, but he's a cancer um, man. He is a cancer. They did that because Marquise Brown it looks like is out for the season, which is bad for my fantasy team. Sitting here at six and zero. Oh my my fantasy team! I just saw my uh, tight end, my second tight end because my first one was out. Second tight end is supposed to play tonight. Just ruled out, so that's fun. So I'm getting nothing out of my tight end <laughs> position, and I, I oh, fantasy football. Anyways, uh, Cardinals not playing well. Cliff Kingsbury no, needs to get. They need to get going to save his job. I think. Um, Saints were close beating the Bengals the other day, but couldn't get it done. I'm taking the Saints on the road for three. Are you? I'm taking the Cardinals for four. Uh, don't believe in the Saints. Don't know who's going to start a quarterback. Might as well just roll with Dalton at this point. I'd roll with Dalton. Uh, yeah, Jameis is not good anymore. He really hasn't ever been that great. Uh, but yeah, Cardinals, they need to get going. That Kyler Murray extension looks terrible um, so far. Um, they, they do get D hop back eventually. I don't know when his, is this the week actually? Cause I thought he was spending six games. I thought he was six games. Oh, uh, so we're on week seven. So maybe he's coming back. I haven't even heard that. So maybe things will look better, but they did just trade for Robbie Anderson. So maybe that means he's not going to be back for a few weeks, but, and again, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown's out, but, uh, Cardinals for four Atlanta Falcons at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals, uh, big road win for them at, at New Orleans yesterday. They need to get it going a little bit. Um, I like the Bengals at home for eight. I have the Bengals for ten. Yeah, B- Bengals are starting to play better. Uh, Detroit Lions at the Dallas Cowboys. Dak should be back. Yeah, Dak should be back. Uh, Cowboys tried to come back second half last night, couldn't get it done. Cooper Rush finally turned, had a few turnovers against uh, that nasty Philadelphia Eagle defense. Detroit coming off a bye. Don't think it matters. Dallas for 11. I have Dallas for 14. Yeah, I don't think it matters at all. That, uh, I mean, Dallas' defense is fantastic. Detroit's not going to be able to put up points. 
Uh, Indianapolis Colts had a come-from-behind win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They traveled to Tennessee, who's coming off a bye. Yeah, here's the Colts sitting at 3-2-1, and one, uh, yep. sitting pretty somehow. That's I still don't think they're. Well, I man. still don't think they're a very good football team, but they're in a perfect division for themselves. And yesterday they actually went and grabbed the win. They weren't handed the win, and they got that Jacksonville monkey off their mm. back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But with that said, I think the Titans are better than I expected coming into the year. It's at Tennessee, who today they approved or it plans for a dome stadium, which will be interesting. Which that's the new thing. Everybody wants a dome. I hate um, it. It's not football. Give me the Titans for five. Um, Colts aren't going to win too many games with Matt Ryan throwing the ball 57 times. He threw it 35 times in the first half. Um, it's not a recipe to win, especially when you have an elite running back like Jonathan Taylor, who's having a hurt year, but that deep, that offensive line's not very good either. Uh, Taylor's so, hurt. Yeah. Is, is he hurt? That's um, why they, yeah, yeah why he didn't play the, the last yeah. two weeks. So I yeah. thought he played yesterday. I showed how much I don't I think so. I don't think so. Um, if he did, he didn't carry it much. So yeah. Tennessee for one. That's all I uh, have to say about that. Uh, <laughs> Green Bay at Washington. I've ripped Green Bay a bunch. Yeah. Deservingly so. If they lose this game for me, I might not pick them the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm picking them for 14 because the commanders stink. And Carson Wentz, even though he's bad, he's better than whoever their backup is. And Wentz is out four to six weeks yep. with a broken finger. So is, is it still Taylor Heineke? Is he the one that's their backup still? Uh, he's the one probably. that started that- Playoff game against Tampa Bay a few years ago, and yeah. they're seven and nine. Yeah, um, I picked this game before I saw Carson Wentz was out, but um, not that it really matters. I have Green Bay for six, and I wish I would have picked them for more. But again, Green Bay is just not looking that good. So. Well, if they trip up and blow this fourteen, like I said, I might not pick them rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks at the Carolina Panthers. Another team I've ripped. It must be the Bay teams today. Yeah. I'm ripping, but uh, Carolina's a lost cause. They fired a coach. Um, quarterbacks injured, mm, the running back, they're running back. They're looking for trade offers potentially. Uh, they're just a mess. Give me the Buccaneers for 10. Jacob Eason had to come in for PJ Walker. I don't know. I didn't even know he was start. in the NFL. Yeah. Um, he might start this week. Who knows? Walker was terrible. I have uh Tampa Bay for seven. Um, they should get it done. Uh, New York giants at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like this Giants team. Uh, Jaguars are back to being the Jags. Remember, we were talking about them being the best team in the South just three weeks ago. Now they're two and four. I like the Giants on the road. Give me them for six. I have the Giants for two. Uh, I This is a game that I could see Jacksonville absolutely winning. Um, but uh, I, I don't. I think the Giants are better, and I think they roll on six and one. Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Browns got smacked at home yesterday by the yeah. Patriots. Um, Ravens have to have this one, don't they? They have, have to. to. Yeah. Um, but still, I don't really trust them, so I'm giving. I'm going to Ravens, but just for seven. I don't. I don't. I don't really trust. I them. Keep picking the Ravens for a bunch. Um, so I'm taking them for twelve. They can't lose to the Browns at home. They they just can't do it. You would think. Kiss of death, right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, New York Jets at the Denver Broncos. I really wish I could pick this game after I see tonight. Sure. Because um, I'm, I'm ready to get hurt again. I've already, I'm already talked myself into the Broncos winning tonight. I've talked myself into the Broncos offense I, I like somehow showing up tonight, which they probably won't. 27-20 is my prediction tonight. So I'm going the Broncos for a point Sunday. One point. I still don't believe in the Jets. 
Um, Zach Wilson was terrible yesterday, but their defense was great. Uh, their running, running back is really good. Brees Hall is probably the offensive rookie of the year at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but give me Denver for three. I, I just at home. I just think it could be a potential rainy game. So, mm. which is rare, I think, in Denver. But sixty percent right Houston's, now. I'm not, not real happy about snow. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Houston Texans at the Vegas Raiders. Uh, Raiders coming off a bye. I think Texans were on the. They were by two. Both teams only have one win, uh, but I think the Raiders are a lot better than the Texans. Give me the Raiders for 13. I have the Raiders for 11. Uh, Houston's bad. Uh, Seattle Seahawks at the LA Chargers. Again, wish I could pick this game after seeing it. Me too. Me too. I think the Chargers are better on paper. They're banged up like they are every year. But like I said, Seahawks are playing well. But if this was at Seattle, my pick would probably be flipped. But since it's at LA, give me the Chargers for four. I have the Chargers for nine. Um, so Kansas city chiefs at the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Chiefs, um, should be a little fired up after losing that close game to the bills. It is a road game, but I don't see them dropping two straight chiefs for nine. I have the chiefs for eight for the exact same reasons you said, uh, Sunday night football, two and four Pittsburgh Steelers at the Miami dolphins. Tua is back. He is back. That's big. Uh, dolphins are starting to get bit real hard by an injury bug. Um, I know how that is. It's not fun early in the season. Dolphins need this game really bad. Um, I think they get it done at home, but I'm only putting two on it because I just I don't know what to expect from the quarterbacks on either side. Don't know what to expect from Tua. Uh, both of the Dolphins' tackle starting tackles are injured, and I don't know if Teron Armstead's going to be back. Their left tackle, Greg Little, gave up nine hurries yesterday. That's not ideal. Nine hurries. Uh, the right <laughs> tackle wasn't much better. It was the worst offensive line performance. I've seen a lot of bad offensive line performances <laughs> from the Dolphins. Yesterday was one of the worst. In the game, I felt like they still should have won, even though they started their third stringer and then had to put Teddy in. Um, their cornerback situation is brutal right now, too. They're down to their fourth string guy, and he's having to start. Um, I still think Dolphins are still seven-point favorites over the Steelers. That's how much or how bad people think of the Steelers. So I'm taking the Dolphins for five. Dolphins need it, though, absolutely. Uh, Monday nighter, the Chicago Bears get another primetime game, even though everyone knew they were going to suck coming into the year. The NFL still puts Every single Every year. Every single year at the New England Patriots. And I'm a guy who likes orange. Orange is my favorite color. Those helmets last week were hideous. I, I think them. they would have been better maybe if they had their Navy jerseys. But the orange on orange was not a good look. Um, Patriots looked good yesterday. Bailey Zapp. Is that how you yep. – Zappe? 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 Was Kentucky? Zapp. The rookie, he looked real good yesterday. He looked just as good as Mac Jones does. Um, yeah, I don't see the Bears winning this road game. Give me the Patriots for 12. History is repeating itself in New England. Bailey Zapp will be the guy going <laughs> Take it to the bank. You said that last me. year about Mac Jones. First I thought half Mac season, Jones so. last year was terrible. He was not terrible the first half, he did not. I can go pull some audio clips. He was terrible. Second half, he did, but not the first half. He was terrible. Um <laughs> Terrible, Patriots. Kenny. Terrible, Patriots terrible, terrible. 13. I think the Bears are abhorrently bad, and they still probably should have beat the Commanders. So the, dude, uh, dude, I was just thinking the other day, like, the Bears aren't a good franchise. They're not. They've like, never they had, had a good quarterback. Cutler's they're easily their best. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if they ever will find one because they just don't. 85 was amazing for them, you know, arguably the best teams of all time. But besides that, in the olden days, they don't have much mm. at all. I mean, you had those – the Grossman year, or not Grossman, well, Devin Hester year, let's call it, in the defense year in 06. <laughs> yeah, more so than Grossman, when, the, when they lost to the Colts, and then they mm-hmm. had the 
2011 NFC Championship game. They made it. Cutler gets hurt. Caleb Haney almost brings them back against the Packers. But besides that, not much. No. Not much. Yeah, uh, they've the fans have been hanging on to 85 forever. Yeah, they have, and it's. But you just think. I mean, I know a lot of franchises have a bad quarterback play, but mm-hmm. Bears might be the worst. The worst. Yeah, them are even. You look at the Lions; their history has been terrible, but Stafford is head and shoulders about it above every single quarterback they've ever had there in yes. Chicago. Yep. Um, yep. So. Uh, college football, another fantastic week of college football. Um, Do you have any word association for me before we get to college football? It, it is college football related. That's all right. I was, kind of, I was kind of tying it in. Oh, but, my uh, bad. That's that's it's all good. I won college uh, football pick them as you said. <sighs> Thanks, Wisconsin. <laughs> I, I got it. Yeah, I, every game except Wisconsin. Right, uh, Wisconsin's in trouble. Um, obviously, Jim Leonard didn't fix everything overnight. Don't like don't did. put that on me, Josh. I know what you're doing. I know your little games. Ooh. Um, the Big Ten honestly wasn't that great over the weekend. Um, a good game at Purdue. Purdue found a way to win it. Um, That's been Purdue all season long. Yeah. They're finding ways. Finding ways. I'm used to them. It's, it's, I know. It's rare. It's, they're finding ways in different ways. Yeah. It's, 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 it's strange. Um, this game was won by Aiden O'Connell in the fourth quarter and Devin Mockaby. You know, we, we say Purdue has no run game. All of a sudden, they it looks like them. last few weeks they found something in a walk a redshirt walk-on freshman in the Devin Mockaby from southwest Indiana down in Boonville, which is a really Boone. small town. Um, he was got to go to Army on scholarship, and then Purdue offered, asked him if he wanted to walk on, and he said he'd rather try to play Big Ten football than play at Army, so. That's cool. Here he is, and uh, he runs really well. He's definitely their number one running back going forward, but Purdue can't have the bye week come quick enough. They finally have a bye after this week. They have tons of guys playing banged up. Uh, a lot of them are some key guys. So, um, No, but I was thrilled with the win. I mean, it was very ugly at times. Stanley Morgan looked like freaking Jerry Rice in his prime. Um, <laughs> but Nebraska's good at throwing the deep ball. That's one thing they can do, and they exploited Purdue on a big time which was frustrating, but Purdue held on to win. And, um, yeah, a lot better than loss. And Purdue to 5-2, and two, quickest yeah. quickest they've got the five wins since 2007. And they're mm-hmm. looking for their first five-game win streak this week since 2007 when they started off 5-0. and oh. mm-hmm. um, So they're just on the outside of being ranked. They're 26th. They're receiving the most votes. Yeah, if they win this so, week, they'll definitely be ranked. Big week for them this week to try to get the monkey off their back, a team that's won 15 straight against them. They haven't beat Wisconsin anywhere since 03. Um, and Wisconsin's favored by two and a half um, as of today. So uh, until they do it, I don't believe it's going to happen. Until they do it. You got you to get that monkey off your back. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, uh, no, I'm real, real pleased with where Purdue is at through their first um, seven games. Uh, Michigan took Penn State to the woodshed. Michigan's good. Yeah. Um, Illinois took Minnesota to the woodshed. Yep, uh, huge only, for them. They only won by 12, but against the nation's number one total defense, they had six drives of 68 or more, had 472 total yards, and had the ball for over 40 minutes. Um, good good time to be on a bye or bad? Huge. They're rolling. Them. Okay. Yeah, hu- it's, it's huge for them and the fact that they are banged up as well. But Chase Brown had more touches on – Saturday, then Minnesota ran total plays. Chase Brown had 44 touches for 253 total yards and a touchdown. Uh, Minnesota only ran 41 total plays. 
Um, so he's uh, Bielema even said, I, I don't care what he does this next week. He can hang with you media guys. He's not doing a single thing <laughs> at practice. That's um, a lot. Touches. So, Did you see yeah. how many plays Purdue ran the other night? No. 101. That's insane. How many Nebraska run? Uh, I'll go check. Um, it wasn't near that. Uh, Purdue killed them in time possession, but it yeah. didn't matter. Like so I that think that's the most. Game or seven-hour game. I think that's the most. Oh, it was, the first quarter was long. Yeah. I think it, I think it's the most overrated stat in football, though. Is, it is uh, agreed. Time of possession, but uh, let's see how many plays Nebraska ran. Uh, 52. 52 Man. to 101. Doubled them up almost. Time of possession, Purdue had the ball 42 minutes, 42 seconds, to Nebraska's 17 minutes, 18 seconds. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Oh, man. But Nebraska was getting 9.2 yards per play. Purdue was 6 yards per play. Purdue had 38 first downs. Nebraska had 15. Wow. That's yeah. a whooping on the stat sheet for sure. Yeah. But yeah. couldn't stop the deep um, ball. What was I going to say? Oh, Illinois. Uh, something about Illinois. Tommy DeVito, um, the acquisition of him in the transfer portal from Syracuse is like going from Ryan Leaf to Peyton Manning, from Peters, <laughs> from Peters to – um DeVita. I mean, he's just total control of the offense. It looks so much better. Uh from 2012 through 2007, Illinois had combined for eight Big Ten wins. Uh Bielema seven and six in his first 13. So um they actually look halfway decent. We'll see. I if think they're continue. really glad that or I think they really wish they got the Indiana game back. Yeah, they should be six and oh for sure, mm-hmm. but they're not. So um Iowa at Ohio State. Ohio State for five. Ohio State for five, I agree. Um, Indiana at Rutgers. Coin flip. Um, yes, absolutely. I'm taking the Hoosiers for two. I have IU for one. Um, Purdue at Wisconsin. Wisconsin for one. I have Purdue for two. I think Purdue's quite a bit better than Wisconsin. No, I think they're better, Josh, but until I see it, I'm not picking it. It's just tough. like Minnesota earlier this year. Yeah. Until I saw it there. I mean, well, Wisconsin happened. has owned Purdue. Even in years, Purdue should beat them. Even when they had them down 14 with like six minutes left in 2018, lost in double or triple overtime. It's, mm-hmm. I know Purdue's run defense is good. It's been good. Their pass defense isn't, but their run defense has been by. I just know Allen's going to go nuts. I just know it. I, I really think, if assuming Purdue wins this one, which is yep. a hard assumption because yep. Wisconsin's favored for one, yep. uh, but I do think Purdue wins. I think that November 12th game, Purdue-Illinois will be the decider uh, who yep. who <laughs> goes to the um, – I, I think Purdue's schedule is a little easier, but it's because Illinois has to play Michigan. Um, right. Out, outside right. of that, they have Nebraska, Michigan State, Northwestern, and then Purdue. So that's why I'm saying the Purdue game is huge. Yeah, because Purdue's October was their tough month. Mm-hmm. Um, November, they have a bye, and then it's Iowa home at Illinois, Northwestern home at Indiana. Yeah. So very doable on paper. But that in that November 12th, if, if Illinois and, and Purdue went up to that game, that could be college game day. I was looking at the slate. They'll, pro- they'll probably go at Ole Miss because they're playing Alabama, and they love to uh-huh. do that. And there's another a couple other matchups they could, but – Illinois is one of the power five schools they've never been to. Yeah. So Il- do Illinois at can. that point, they might be like number 10 or something yeah. like that. Because they're 18th now. Purdue would probably be top 15. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you could not at least. So that, it, but... they'd have to. Yeah. But ESPN hates Big Ten. So. But it, well, yeah, they, they now definitely hate them. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's all assumption at this point because Illinois yeah. could fall fat, flat on their face. And so, so could Purdue at that point. Uh, right, right. 
So uh, Northwestern at Maryland. Maryland for three, even though they're playing with their backup quarterback now. Yep. Maryland for three. Yeah. Uh, two, two of his little brothers probably out a while, I'd imagine. Uh, Minnesota at Penn State. Penn State for four. Uh, Penn State I think, for four, I think yeah. the Gophers lose three in a row. Yeah. Not hey, not the season hey, they were thinking it was going to be under Deflexter. Uh, Tanner Morgan had to be carted off with a head injury. Yeah, um, wasn't good. So uh, their backup looked bad, which Tanner Morgan looked bad anyway. But uh, some top 25 matchups here. Syracuse at Clemson. Syracuse is 6-0. and yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm still not a believer in them just because I watched that Purdue game and Purdue should have had that thing. And but this State is without their quarterback too. They did, and this is Syracuse's this weekend second game away from their home dome. And this isn't just a road game. This is at Clemson. I think Clemson wins pretty easily. Clemson's only thirteen and a half point favorites, but I think Clemson handles them pretty easily. Um, you number nine UCLA at number ten Oregon. Yeah, huge one. UCLA is maybe the Pac-12's best chance at a playoff team. Got to give my dad a shout-out here. Before the season, friend of the show, Sean Shriver, texted my dad and I wanted our four-team playoff. Dad put UCLA in his playoff before the season. (laughs) Literally did. He said, this is a dark horse, but I'm just throwing one out there. DTR is playing really good for him. But Oregon sneakily coming up again after getting whooped by Georgia week one. I like mm. the Ducks at home. I agree. At, at home is the optimal word. Yep. Key word, yep. I should say. Yep. Uh, number 20, Texas at number 11, Oklahoma State. Texas is six-point favorite somehow. Oklahoma State choked against TCU. Absolutely choked that one away. Gundy, once again, can't get over the hump. But I think they're going to be mad. I think Stillwater will still be rocking. I like uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, give me Oklahoma State at home as well. I'll do pick Notre Dame coming off a terrible loss at home to a Awful. terrible, terrible Stanford team. They're now three and three. Um, that that's that's as bad of a loss. That that's worse than Marshall, in my opinion. Um, Stanford had lost eleven straight against FBS teams. Yeah, D- David Shaw's shine is completely dimmed, and they somehow go in there and win. Uh, Notre Dame has UNLV this week, though. Shouldn't shouldn't have any problem. Yeah, it's on, it's on Peacock. This is their yeah. new one game a year they put on Peacock, and they threw this one on there. UNLV is 4-3, and three, but they beat absolutely nobody. Anybody with a pulse that's played them has pulverized them. Notre Dame will sleepwalk through this. If they lose this game, Freeman should be fired before they hit the tunnel. <laughs> he should be. Yeah, give me Notre Dame. Um, word association here. We have about six minutes left. Chase Brown leads the nation in rushing yards right now, uh, University of Illinois. So that got me thinking, what player has led the Big Ten in rushing yards over the past however many years? Bunch of repeats, though. Like Jonathan Taylor did it three times. Monty Ball did it. Melvin Gordon did it a couple times. Uh, so Insert I, name, number, new, Wisconsin yeah, running yeah, back. Yeah, Wisconsin. Uh, last year we had Kenneth Walker. Stud. I mean, he's doing well for the Seahawks right now. He was in the Heisman race last year until that game yeah. at Purdue, even though he went for about buck fifty. Once Purdue beat Michigan State, took them out of any special mm-hmm. season. And then I think the very next week, Ohio State just drilled them like 100 to no, zero. Yeah. Um, but it was really fun to watch. Uh, it was a Wake Forest transfer to Michigan State. So yeah. a little diamond in the rough there. Jumped early to the pros. Um, Mo Ibrahim. Oh, he's, he's, he's a stud too. Um, got hurt for the year last year, week one against oh, um, got about to Oklahoma State against Ohio State with that Achilles. He's a pulse of their team, though. They need him to be healthy to do anything. Yes, and when he's do. out or, or not 100%, they're a completely different team. Yep. But stud Minnesota running back. J.K. Dobbins. Doing well for the Ravens. He's hurt 
this or is, is he? No, is it, he was hurt all of last year. He was. Maybe he's back this year. Then and not doing. I don't know. I don't know how he's doing this year. But yeah, another Ohio State running back. They're kind of like Wisconsin. Just insert name number, and there you go. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor. I've seen a lot of good Wisconsin running backs in college, but uh, he was probably the best one I've seen. Uh, Justin Jackson, do you remember this guy at Northwestern? Yeah, really special until he got hurt in his career, his senior year. I don't think he played at all. I think he was like a assistant coach, like assistant student coach for him because he got injured. If I'm thinking of the right the guy, Chargers for a little bit. Not thinking of the right guy then. I'm totally <laughs> thinking of somebody else. Uh, I do remember him, but I was I don't know. Wonder who I'm thinking of. There was a guy at Northwestern that was really good for a couple of years, and then his senior year he couldn't play because of an injury. I I remember that as well. I don't remember who the guy was though. Well, now, um, yeah, I don't even know what to say now. My, my Zeke Elliott. He likes to eat. He's eating. Uh, he's got quite the fro right now for the Cowboys and the dark visor. But, yeah, yeah he was good at Ohio State. Those yeah. Ohio State teams are Not stupid. as good of a pro as I thought after his first no, year anyway. No, kind of got in some trouble. Yeah. Uh, Melvin Gordon, he had 2,587 yards rushing in this year. He did it. Yeah, he, he was a stud. I think he ran for 1,000 between Purdue and Indiana alone. Um <laughs> Gosh, he was good. I think he was on that Wisconsin team that put up like 70, some against, mm. or 80, maybe it was, against Indiana. Remember that? That one year they like, literally, I think it was like 83 to something. Um, I, yeah. I, I remember one, it, I think it was actually Monty Ball that I'm thinking of. I remember going to your house over like fall break, like your freshman year of college or whatever, and Wisconsin won 70 to three or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was ugly. Yeah, um, he, he and Monty Ball were good, and I would just wish Melvin could hang on to the dang ball. Hopefully he does tonight. Speaking of Monty Ball, Monty Ball. Yep, was not as good as pros I thought he'd be. Um, another Wisconsin running back that was on the Broncos. Um, and heck, Ron Dane was at one time too. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he got in some big trouble off the field in mm. the NFL, and um, career was cut way short, as it should have been. Amir Abdullah. I mean, oh, Nebraska. Mm. And they were in the Big Ten at that time, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, Legends and leaders, Big Ten championship game. I think he had quite a long run, even though they got smacked by Wisconsin. Yeah. So he seemed like he was there for 100 years. Only non-running back on this list, Denard Robinson led the – Shoelace. Uh, yeah, led the Big Ten. Man, he was a good uh, college football player. Last yeah. last cover athlete for NCAA football till next year, so when the EA Sports brings mm-hmm. it back. But uh, wasn't a very good pro. Had a couple seasons for the Jaguars, but he was electric to watch in college. John Clay. There's a name I forgot about. See, another great Wisconsin, another Wisconsin running back. Guy. There's two more Wisconsin guys that only have four players James left. James White. James White, one of them. Nope. P.J. Hill and Brian Calhoun. You can knock out all the Wisconsin guys. that. Uh, I couldn't tell you much about Brian Calhoun, but P.J. Hill him. Yeah. was a beast. He'd run over people, ju- yeah. jumped after junior and didn't get drafted. Yeah. Never uh, made it. Two more here. Sean Green. Oh, he was a stud for Iowa. Iowa yeah. was good that year, too, his, his last year in college. Yeah. Um, was on the Jets for a little while. Yep. Yep. Uh, last one, Rashard Mendenhall. Good one for the line. I then after him was Mikel Lashore. Um, yep. Yeah, Mendenhall was that with Juice Williams, Aurelius Ben, that yep. Rose Bowl team that lost to the USC. He's a pretty special player. Yep. Uh, that'll do it. And that is the Word Association segment, which is brought to you by Proforma Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company, picnic, or sales meeting, they have over 50 years combined experience with promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call at 574-210-3815. 
Hit me with that birdie bug. Actually, before we get the birdie bug, this episode is brought to you by the damn landing, whether an epic burger, hand tossed pizza, and bread, turn on seafood, craft beer, or handcrafted cocktail. Go to the damn landing and get some great food. Thirteen oh five Ewing Road in Rochester. Birdie or bogey tonight, Josh? I want to know the last NFL player to win the regular season MVP and the Super Bowl MVP in the same year. I think I remember seeing this somewhere. Great. But we'll see if I can get it right because Tom Brady seems like too obvious of an answer. Um, I believe I remember seeing this like a few years ago. Is it Kurt Warner? You got yourself a birdie, my friend. <laughs> Huge. He is two up now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, two up. I got lucky. I, I, I remember seeing that somewhere before, or we've, or I've done it on the show before. I just, you know, I was you. thinking of that earlier. I'm like, this might've been a question before, but yeah. I was struggling. My dad had to help me find one today. I could not find a good one. Hmm. Use what I was given. Yeah. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man show live on the ISC Sports Network. We will be back at it next Wednesday. Put it on your calendar, everybody. Um, for another episode. Have a fantastic rest of the week, everybody.